against my favorite hero in brightest day and blackest night. Jon Stewart's might is always right. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Marvel has always been and always will be a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family. And we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. Welcome everyone to the inaugural episode, issue number one of the comic section. I am your co-host, Jason, and I am joined by my co-host, Little Theo. Hey! <laughs> Man, are you excited as I am? I am really excited. <laughs> oh, wow. I am super excited. And as you heard at the top of the episode, you know, the late, great, the man, Stan Lee, passed away a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. You know, I'm still, still hard to believe. Yeah, it was uh, it's devastating yeah. to lose such a powerful, creative person, um, especially in a time like this. Right. So. It just felt like he was going to live forever, right? Yeah, he was just kicking it. Yeah. He? he was just, he was going from con to con to con. Right. Doing all these little cameos in the movies. He just didn't seem like he was slowing down or feeling age at all. Right. I mean, and when I think about it, you know, he passed away at the age of, what, 95? I think he was 97. 97. I think so. But, wow. I mean, yeah. like... Just to be, I don't know, just to be alive that long is a blessing, mm -hmm. but also to leave a legacy like that, like to have, I mean, forever he's going to be, you know, immortalized because like, hey, these are the characters, a lot of the characters that you love, we all love as comic book fans. It's like he was a part of that, like yeah. the face of it. So I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough to think about, but um. Well, it's really, in my opinion, it's really tragic to lose a life like that because obviously not only did he impact comics so much, but he he saw comics change radically. I mean, he was there from the beginning right. until modern day comics. Can you imagine seeing Silver Age? I mean, that's amazing yeah. to be able to be a part of history and to watch it happen and unravel and then be there as it changes and turns into something else. Right. It's very... It's it's kind of sad to lose a brain like that. I would have yeah. loved to pick his brain and get his opinion on that sort of thing. So. Right, right. I mean, wow. Just so ahead of his time, revolutionary. I mean, you know, just for some of the heroes that he, you know, created. Like one in particular that I love so heartily. Anyone who knows me, I'm like one of the biggest Black Panther fans <laughs> ever. And the fact that he created that character at, at a time during like the civil rights era and, you know, as someone, you know, being black at that time, you know, like my grandparents, I can only, you know, just imagine all the things they've gone through and seeing a character like that at that time. I mean, I'm thinking that was like super risky. Yeah, to it do. was. And then a lot of the storylines, even where they had Black Panther fight Klansmen and stuff like right. that was like a big deal. It was a yeah. game changer because, you know, people 
criticized him for that and he came home with it stronger. Right. He didn't let that phase him at all. Yeah. He was he was definitely a revolutionary guy for comics. Um yeah. he took he took the stories of places you wouldn't have thought of and then committed to it. He mm-hmm. didn't falter, he didn't waffle. Right. He he stuck with it. Yeah. Man, oh man. Wow. Well, you know what? Speaking of Stan Lee, we're going to stay on him for a quick second because, you know, we can stay on him forever. Oh, yeah. We can uh, talk about his many accomplishments forever. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, cameos, you know, for all of the, you know, MCU fans out there, you know, we all have our favorite Stan Lee cameos. Do you have one? Ugh, there's just so many. They're all so great. Um, my favorite Stan Lee cameo has got to be, I think uh, it's in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Okay. But it's the scene where he's in the library. And he's got the headphones on. He's listening to classical music. Oh, yeah. And so you have Spider-Man just beating... Is it, is it Green Goblin in the background? I think so. Just going. They're just, just going. going back and forth, yeah. whip, whipping around. Stanley doesn't even notice them at all. Right. He's just having a great time. Yeah. He's, he's living in the moment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not going to be affected by the negativity. He's right. just going to keep kicking it. He's doing it. <laughs> Man, well, I have a few. I would say, I think it's Guardians of the Galaxy... Volume two, post credit, post credit scene where uh, he's talking to the watcher. Hey fellas, hey wait, where are you going? Hey, you were supposed to be my lift home. How will I get out of here? And you know, like you know, fans kind of had theories about him appearing in movies. Like, okay, is he like, is he the one above all, or yeah. is he like a watcher? <laughs> like, like who is he? Like in, that's the, been in that a, world, uh, that's been a rumor for a really long time, even in the comics. That really? he's a watcher. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's fun. That it was so cool how they kind of played off that because, you know, he's yeah. actually talking to the Watchers saying, oh, you wouldn't believe they're doing this and doing that. And the Watchers are like, okay. And they just walk walk away, just leave <laughs> just them there. Just dismiss him. Yeah. It's like, word. And, um, and I was just watching Homecoming with my godson about two weeks ago. And when... Um, when Spider-Man is outside and he's like, you know, trying to explain to everybody, like he's in the middle of a apartment complex and, you know, in New York, all those apartment complexes are super closed in. So any type of loud noise, people are going to be like, Hey, you know, calm down, (laughs) quiet down. And then all of a sudden, like one window opens up and, you know, pops out Stanley like, Hey, quiet down there, young man. And don't make me come down there. You Marjorie, how are you? How's your mother? Yeah, so that was... That's a very Stanley. Very Stanley. Very Stanley. <laughs> so, uh, rest in peace, Stanley, the man, the icon, legend, revolutionary. I mean, you could... So the many creative, other words. Yeah. The the salesman. The face. Ugh. Oh, man. So, yes, rest in peace, Stanley. And uh, you know what? It's a good time to introduce, you know, ourselves to the public. This is our first episode, you know. So uh, I'll go ahead and go first, I guess. I am Jason, a radio DJ here in Charleston, South Carolina. Been doing radio for about 13 years. Uh, intern here out of college, and I've done radio for hip-hop stations, pop, country. So um, I've kind of done a good bit, um, I would say. And I've always been a comic book fan, Uh always been a fan of comic books uh, the reason why i love superheroes so much is because i feel like they represent being the best version of ourselves and that's one thing that i strive for for me i always try to you know i don't know i guess emulate i can say i mean like you know, i'm like 32 years old i'm like you know emulating superheroes but in, I say why not right it's like the values of the superhero right like um like the values of say superman the intelligence say of batman um, you know, bravery from so many different superheroes. I mean, I could go down the line and I just feel like, you know, they represent what I'm trying to achieve in my own personal life. So uh, that's why I love comics and comic book, pop culture, all of that. Um, so little CO, you'd like to introduce yourself to the people. Hey guys, uh, I'm Lil CO. Uh, I am the artist and cosplayer from Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. And I am one of the employees at Soundwave Comics in Somerville, so I am a huge nerd. Um, but yeah, I've really liked comics my entire life. Uh, you know, I, I was I came out of the womb drawing, had a pencil in my hand. Um, so comics definitely hit me in the right spot because they're kind of a combination of all great things from artwork to storytelling to character design. Uh, I just can't get enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely comic books are like, in my opinion, one of the greatest mediums out there. So yeah. um, definitely 
heavily influenced me to become an artist and to continue pursuing art. So definitely really important to me. That's what's up. So <laughs> yeah, man. So this is who we are, ladies and gentlemen, that you're listening to right now. Um, so I'm super excited to, you know, really get this show popping, get it going. And um, but you know what? Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, we lost another, you know, creative, um, someone that that I know you're a huge fan of, <laughs> and a lot of people out there, huge fans of this creator who created one of the biggest brands. I would say I would, yeah, definitely brand. I'm talking about SpongeBob SquarePants creator, Mr. Steven Hellingberg. These are some ugly looking fish. Maybe we're near one of those toxic waste dumps. I think I'm going to be sick. Okay, everybody. And uh, he passed away just recently around the same time Stan Lee. Yep, same week. Yeah, so, um, and wow, SpongeBob. SquarePants. Who doesn't know who SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> is? I haven't even watched the show. I'm one of the rare people who haven't because it kind of was like a little bit after my time on Nickelodeon. I come from like the older area of Nickelodeon. That shows my age. Um, but <laughs> for you, I know that, you know, this was, you know, a big super deal. personal, big deal for you. So, you know, you want to let the people know as far as the impact of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Well, I think I'm a little uh, different. I think most people are like you where they move on. <laughs> But, you know, I've really loved comics ever since I was a little kid. I studied animation. Um, so, yeah, I watched, you know, I watched cartoons, like you said, during Rocco's Modern Life and mm, Ren Stempy, Rugrats. Yeah. Um, and, but I was still there when stuff came out like Hey Arnold and SpongeBob and, and that generation, I guess, of 90s cartoons. But SpongeBob is one of those shows that kind of just stuck around and never left. Um, well, I guess SpongeBob's in the early 2000s, but... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was a really big show for me and for a lot of people, but it really inspired me, particularly as an artist. Watching that show, it's just it's just a wholesome, funny, good-natured show about a dorky guy and his kind of dumb friend and his kind of sarcastic friend. Mm. So there's just something that everybody can kind of relate to. You know, if you're not one of the characters, you're probably the other one, you know, but... Uh, that show really inspired me actually to study animation and to get into art school so I could make cartoons myself one day. Oh, awesome. Um, you know, animated cartoons, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think one of the reasons why that show is really stuck around is because, um, you know, this guy, he created the show and it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so relatable. It's just about normal everyday things from from working or trying to make friends yeah. or or. Or just trying to be your best self, like you mentioned earlier, right. you know? And, and I think that it's definitely has stuck around because it has become a treasure trove, for whatever reason, yeah. of memes. Oh, People yeah. love it. They turn everything in that show, every still is a meme. Mm-hmm. Or there's like a million gifts from that show that people use as reactions on sassy little Twitter updates or something. Right. It's really great. It, if you haven't watched SpongeBob before, uh, I would definitely recommend it. It's not just for kids. Right. Uh, it's one of those lucky cartoon shows that's actually pretty much all ages. Right. Um. But yeah, I think I, I think we're gonna really miss him. I, it's really sad that he he actually passed away from ALS. Um, wow. If you remember the, when they did the water challenge? Yeah. Or the ice bucket challenge. Right. Um. He was actually pretty young. He was like I think he was in his forties. Yeah. Um. Wow. Maybe early fifties. But. <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, it was it was it was a big loss for the creative community. I mean, he worked on Rocker's Rocco's Modern Life back in the day. He worked nice. on Rugrats. Yeah. Um, and through his perseverance on those shows, he actually was rewarded with doing SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Um, and that show is so unique because no one's kind of really had ever touched on underwater characters before. Right. Um, but he was really inspired because he was actually a marine biology teacher. Oh, really? Which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, so he was just a normal guy just yeah. kind of doing his thing. Okay. Um, and, you know, he heard that animation was on the upswing, so he kind of just applied to an art school, got a degree, and went right into cartooning, which wow. is, like, amazing and yeah. so inspiring, you know, because a lot of, especially art students, they kind of just, they're working normal jobs. They're just mm-hmm. doing their normal thing and right. hoping that one day they get that special job. So he was definitely an inspiration, and I think SpongeBob will always stick around with us, so... Wow. I'm really going to miss him at least. But yeah. I know that that show will live on until the fans. So oh, we'll always yeah. have a piece of him with us. Most definitely. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite villain was probably Poison Ivy. 
because she's wicked. So Poison Ivy has like a legitimate cause. Like she doesn't hate Batman. She just loves the Earth and wants to save the Earth in a way that's not conventional. All right. So uh, you know, speak it up a little bit. You know, again, <laughs> rest in peace to those two. You know. Wow, creators, two icons, icons, man. There's so much you can say about them. So yeah, definitely. You know, if you want to do your research, you know, get your Google on. You know, get your Google on out there and check <laughs> it out, man. You're not gonna go wrong either way. So uh, let's go ahead and get into breaking news headlines. Woo! A lot of a lot of things been happening <laughs> so far. So you know what? I can go through a little bit. I would say one of the biggest headlines right now is the whole Netflix canceling Daredevil. Oh, my God. You know? Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll stop him for good this time. It's only one way to stop me, but you're not going to do it. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Oh, my heart breaking. Yeah. And, I mean, Daredevil just came out season three, and great, great season. It was so phenomenal. And I, Daredevil is not one of my favorite of the Defenders. Mm. I mean... He's not my least favorite, but yeah. you know, he was he was kinda he was kind of a hit or mess with me. But okay. Wow, season three blew me away. Kingpin yeah. is amazing. Oh, that my actor gosh. is doing a phenomenal job. Fun fact about that actor, just thought about it. Uh he actually played Thor before. What? Yes. There's a nineties movie called Adventures <laughs> in Babysitting. Yeah, this is homework for you, see. Wow, I'm gonna have to go. Adventures and that. in Babysitting. <laughs> he plays Thor, spoiler alert, it came out in the 90s, so you should, yeah, you know. You're yeah, behind schedule. A little bit, little <laughs> I'm bit. behind schedule. It's all good. Trust me, you'll know him when you see him. At oh, first wow. you'll look like, wait a minute, is that, wow. So yeah, so a little fun little tidbit on <laughs> That's that. That's crazy. Yeah, right? But yeah, you know, uh, that, I was devastated. Like yeah. seriously, like when Iron Fist got canceled, mm-hmm. I was, my immediate reaction was kind of, I'm not shocked by that. Right. I'm not terribly upset about that. Okay. Um, but then Luke Cage got canceled too, and I was just like, okay, okay, oh, all right, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Get, get your hands off my baby now. Because <laughs> I mean, Luke Cage season two was such a success. It I was. mean, uh, Bushmaster was such a hit. Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Yeah. Um, and Mariah, like I loved her development. She was really becoming such an evil force yeah. to reckon with. Right. Um, you know, but but then and then Daredevil. Daredevil came, the news, and I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, we're done. <laughs> if you cancel one more thing, mm-hmm. it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. Mm. <laughs> you don't want them Donkey Kong barrels being thrown at you. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know what? I'm not worried because I have my theory. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know this theory. <laughs> and other people may have the same theory as I do, but I feel like it's all going to the Disney app. Yep. The Disney Plus streaming app. I, I had my suspicions, you know, when, in, I mean, when an Iron Fist got canceled, I was like, good, had it coming. But then when Luke Cage got canceled, I was like, okay, may- maybe. Right. But then Daredevil came and I was like, okay, that's what's happening. Yeah. They're just going to move it, hopefully yeah. to their, maybe they'll do a buddy cop. They'll do the Heroes for Hire. Right. Uh, with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I mean, I don't feel like Luke Cage should be punished because he's a stronger <laughs> character and his show was going well. Hey, well, look, look. <laughs> I know you've, you haven't seen season two of Iron Fist, That's right? That's true. That's true. Season two is <laughs> way better. Ugh. Believe me, it is way, way better. And like you said, you know, I, I'm i not worried at all. I'm thinking Heroes for Hire. Because right. as soon as that happened, when I found out Luke Cage got canceled, I'm like, I think they're doing Heroes for Hire. And I think they're doing it in Disney. I mean, it makes sense. Disney's taking over yeah. everything. So I'm thinking, okay, they're going to go ahead and do that. And then when I heard about, you know, Daredevil, then I'm like, okay, it's yeah. obvious. I mean, it, that was pretty obvious, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't blame Disney. If you're going to have your own streaming service, yeah, I would want to have my really successful properties on my streaming service. Right. I, I know they're going to start from scratch. They're going to have some new characters, some new TV shows. But, yeah, you definitely want to have what you started with mm-hmm. as a firm, you know, base of, of – already established content right so i can't blame them but it makes me miserable mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in the meantime because i'm just hurting yeah. i mean they left luke cage on a on a, a little I bit know. of a cliffhanger yeah. no definitely a cliffhanger Big they time. left daredevil on a little bit of a cliffhanger right I, I would just like before we get heroes for hire i would love mm-hmm. to see a conclusion to luke cage right that builds him up to be ready for heroes for, for heroes fire. fire good point good point point. and another thing too you know i say well this is why I say DC is, like, to the forefront as far as the streaming app goes. Because, you know, the great thing about DC, they already have everything under yeah. one roof. So with their DC Universe app, it's kind of like, okay, you can get everything here. Um, 
and I know they have Titans, right? Mm-hmm. And I know how you feel about <laughs> Titans. Uh, now, my question to you is, well, how do you feel about Titans? Oh, boy. Um, well, <laughs> Titans, or I'm sorry, the Teen Titans are real close to my heart. Okay. Uh, when I was a young kid, I kind of read, actually, funny enough, I read a lot of independent comics before mm-hmm. I ever got into big publishers like DC or Marvel. Okay. But the reason why I ever got into DC was because of the Teen Titans, the Teen Titans show, and then I started reading the comics because of the show. Yeah. Um. So they're real close to my heart. I really love them. I feel like I've waited 10 or 15 years for a live action show or a movie or something. Right. Especially when they kind of teased us with Nightwing and... uh. Uh, what is it? The the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. I really thought they were going to do a Nightwing movie with uh, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but we never got that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I when I saw the trailer, though, I felt like my stomach just fell out of the bottom. Mm. I hate the aesthetic of this show. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Hot take. I don't feel bad about it. I really can't. I can't look at Raven. Okay. I can barely look at Starfire. <laughs> Robin's all right. all right. And Beast Boy is just... And absolutely, and no mm. cyborg. Excuse me. Yeah. Who cares about Hawk and Dove, y'all? Yeah. Did you know that they died like three times in the comics? Oh. I do not care about Hawk and Dove. Wow. <laughs> but they had to fill that hole that cyborg left. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, I've heard a lot of really great things actually, and I've actually heard a lot of great things from comic fans, mm. and they're like the hardest people to please. Right. So I'm gonna give it a shot. I okay. promised myself I would at least give it a shot. Gotcha. But I'm not super optimistic Uh, (laughs) which sucks like that sucks i really wanted to be excited for a teen titan show yeah and i mean when you think about it everything's going to streaming now yeah you got dc you're going to have disney with all of everything on it uh i mean you know what's crazy is that if you add up all of these streaming sites it's going to pretty much equal to a cable bill yeah right you know (laughs) cut the cord if you want we're going to get our money yeah trust us (laughs) wow yeah so again you know i think uh I think they're all going to Disney's app. Um, I know D23 is August of 2019. So I just, I got a feeling, you know, whoever, Mickey Mouse is going to come out there, Bob Iger is going to come out there and be like, hey guys, uh, remember those characters that you, you know, missed on Netflix? Oh, don't worry. We found a place Here for them. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Have at it, you know? So, uh, so yeah, I am, I'm definitely, you know, interested in that and seeing how that goes. And also, uh, breaking news as well. Uh, shout outs to Black Panther. It yeah. actually got nominated for three Golden Globes. So <laughs> Well deserved. Well right. deserved. That movie was cinematically perfect. And that's not even me being biased. <laughs> right, right. So they got nominated for Best Original Song, right? Uh, for All the Stars, which is with Kendrick Lamar and SZA. They also got uh, Best Original Score. Um, and also for Best Picture. Really? I'm so surprised by that last one. Sometimes they snub a lot of the Marvel movies for the bigger awards like Best Picture. Yeah. Um, Particularly, you know, a movie that has an all-minority cast. Mm -hmm. So I had low hopes right but but yeah i'm really excited to hear that um and they that movie is really it really deserves it the Mm -hmm. costuming in that movie was phenomenal right um the costuming i mean all of it it was just beautiful the the cinematography the the designs the architecture for uh, wakanda was just beautiful right i loved it it was a perfect movie and that's my unbiased opinion of course (laughs) that's right you know i remember going to the movie theaters and i've i went and I saw it in the theaters six times. Yeah. I took people. It's so funny because I took some coworkers of mine and they went and they were just shocked at the amount of dashikis that was like all in the theater. And they were like, what? <laughs> what? Like, you I remember know. that. It was like this whole trend. That's right. Of people dressing up. Everyone's dressing <laughs> up, man. You know, we got to represent. So uh, shout outs to Black Panther. I'm super excited. And also, if they do well, you know, normally with Golden Globes, it's kind of like, like a pre- award show for the big awards which is the oscars so um you know and hopefully you know comic book movies i feel like you know they kind of get that you know stigmatism of oh you're just a comic book yeah they kind of get the snub a lot yeah i'm not a big fan of um i mean just because it's all ages doesn't mean it's not it's not a beautiful film right you know what i mean um and especially black panther i think that they it was such a beautiful, well-rounded movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had the perfect cast. Right. Like you said, the perfect score. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, I remember when the, what is the word for this? Um, When the soundtrack came out, it mm-hmm. was a huge hit. Everyone I talked to was listening to it. Right. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that movie deserves a lot more respect. If any of the Marvel movies needs to be nominated, mm-hmm. it was Black Panther. There we go. There we go. And... 
Speaking of movies, you know, movie season is here. It's a lot of big movies coming out. A lot of awesome trailers out there that <laughs> came out. I mean, come on. Come on. It is a good season for, for superhero or nerdy trailers right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, some of the trailers. Let's go through them. Yeah. Um, Aquaman. The time has come for Atlantis to rise again. We must stop him. And how do you propose we do that? By retrieving this. I already got one of those. Not like this one you don't. The war is coming to the surface whether you like it or not. Super psyched for that. Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. Ladies and gentlemen. My name is Miles Morales. I'm the one and only Spider-Man. At least that's what I thought. You ever hear of the Super Collider? You're gonna love this. Dimension opening now. You're like me. That's impossible. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm super excited. Deadpool, PG-13 version. Why am I here? You're in a PG-13 version of Deadpool. Filtered through the prism of childlike innocence. I'm a grown And nobody man. does childlike innocence like you, Fred. Nobody. I need you almost as much as you need me. I don't need you at all. You need me to untie you once we're done. Like, yeah. Bumblebee. You. I know you're excited for Bumblebee. Well, I'm a little excited so for Bumblebee. No <laughs> yeah, I will say so. I mean, hey, Michael Bay's not directing it. Hey. Hey, so, you know, we're going to get a little hype for that, right? No lens flares in this time. <laughs> and, of course, Captain Marvel. Of course. The big smash hit. The incoming gigantic blockbuster. This war is just the beginning. I'm not going to fight your war. I'm going to end it. So what are you most excited about of those movies? Man, it, I'm really torn. Uh, if you had asked me two days ago before Captain Marvel came out, it was going to be Aquaman for sure. I'm yeah. a big DC fan. I actually mm -hmm. really like Aquaman. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. He's kind of a hardcore guy, even though everybody has kind of a goofy picture of him in their minds. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm so stoked about Captain Marvel. I'm like... Yeah. My, like, my hands were shaking. I was so excited with the trailer. Oh, job. man, that trailer <laughs> was amazing. Because I wasn't sure. After seeing, like, the first two trailers, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I was already in. Yeah. And after this past trailer that dropped, I was like, okay. Here you I felt, am. like, moved, right? Yeah. You felt like, like, oh, I'm getting into it. Right. I'm feeling it now. Like, and they said that, like, you know, I guess in the MCU, she's supposed to be the most powerful Avenger we've seen yet. And I'm like, after seeing that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, she, uh... She's powerhouse. For She's sure. She's like the tank on the Avengers team. So I'm definitely really excited to see where they go with her. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of characters on the Avengers team that they've kind of nerfed. Mm -hmm. uh, like Scarlet Witch, for example. Absolutely. Or Vision. Yeah. Um, that they've kind of toned down, you know, for storytelling purposes, which is fair. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see a kind of a tougher, harder character as mm -hmm. opposed to like the Hulk. Right. Who is a great, tough character. Yeah. Um, but he's a little, un, you know, unmanageable. So that's like the only thing. Right. But yeah, I'm super excited to see what Captain Marvel is going to do, how she's going to save the MCU right. from the snap. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, like after seeing how she is, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, that's this is what we need. We He's need. definitely going to give Thanos a run for his money. Oh, my goodness, man. So I am super excited. I mean, you got my money. I mean, what else do you want? <laughs> Seriously. You got these movies. I'm RPXing or IMAXing Aquaman, Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh, man. It's so much. Deadpool. Now, the cool thing about the Deadpool movie um, is that, yes, yeah, like going to have 30 more minutes, I believe, of extra footage. Oh. But the real cool thing is that I believe like they're donating a lot of the proceeds to cancer yes, research. Yes, I did see that, which is right on the nose since, yeah. you know, Deadpool kind of has cancer. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, OK, that alone, I'm going to be there. Yeah, you I'm know? definitely uh, if you're going to take my money, you can take my money for that. That is awesome, man. So there you go. I mean, hey, if uh, anyone who knows me is expecting, you know, a big. Christmas present this year is probably not going to happen, you know, or you'd be like, hey, come join me. I can buy you a movie ticket. That'd be a good Christmas present, right? Yeah. Well, you know, friendship is the best gift, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, right? I bonding mean, over comics, the best gift. over comics. And speaking of bonding, we bonded before we even got together for this podcast and we bonded over the awesome show on Netflix that you can stream right now. And we're talking about the chilling adventures 
of Sabrina. My name is Sabrina Spellman. And I will not sign it away. So, what did you think about the show? Oh my gosh, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every second of it. And I mm-hmm. it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because um, if you're not like terribly familiar with The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, it was mm-hmm. actually a comic before it was a TV show. Ah. Um, we all remember the 90s sitcom, which That's was what I remember. super fun, super campy, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are actually comics uh, about Sabrina now. But anyway, um. So The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is an offshoot of the Afterlife of Afterlife Archie comics. Okay. Which were a huge hit. Um, they featured beautiful um, artwork from Francesco Francavilla. Yeah. Who, his art style is very reminiscent of vintage horror movies. Okay. Um, but anyways, so back in the day, Afterlife of Archie came out and that was a huge success. And so the last issue mm-hmm. um, of Afterlife actually featured Sabrina. So they were like, it was a smash hit. Everybody loved it. They wanted to see more. They threw out Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So it's a little bit more mature. It's a little more adult. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely a modernization of Sabrina. So if you're looking for that campy, old school feel, this is definitely not what you're looking for. Right. It's darker. It's got horror. It's got gore. It's fantastic. You ain't never lie. Seriously. (laughs) Like, if you are a religious person... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If you go to church on Sunday, you know, this probably ain't the show for you. Because <laughs> there's a lot of things that's opposite in this show. <laughs> so if you're going around saying, hey, you know, praise God, you know, or whatever religious denomination you're into. Yeah, this show is the complete opposite. They praise someone else. <laughs> and his name is Satan. Yes. All throughout the show. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. But uh, <laughs> if you can get over that. I mean, this is an incredible show. I, I love every episode. I think, like, the first episode had me hooked. I love um, the cinematography of it. Mm. Like, how, you know, of course, I'm not going to give anything away. But, like, the first episode, just look how it's shot. Like, the, the angles, how they kind of blur the background on certain scenes. I know some people might find that as, like, oh, that's, that's kind of weird. But I'm like, I love that it's weird. Because I've never seen anything like that. Um, I think it's just... Yeah, so excited for season two. And I know season two is dropping in the spring around April. Yes. But hey, if you already watched it, (laughs) you got to get a treat, man. Right before Christmas next Friday, they're releasing a Christmas special. That's right. That is a very Netflix thing of... Netflix thing for them to do. Yeah. Uh, but they do Christmas specials. They do holiday specials. Basically, like, extra content to kind of almost reward viewers for watching their shows, which is awesome. But yeah, it's going to be really great. I'm really excited um, because the way that season one kind of ended, it kind of left us on a cliffhanger with where Sabrina's at. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's definitely great. I'm really excited to see it. So, Oh yes, man. (laughs) I am so hyped. So, you know, our reviews for this, I would say must watch, must watch, please watch watch it. Anyone who hasn't seen it, I'm sure people are like, man, man, I'm not trying to see no 90s sitcom type thing. And I'm like, look, trust me. And you know, what's funny for fans of the 90s sitcom, if you go on Facebook or YouTube, you can actually type in uh, the old cast of Sabrina reacting to the new Sabrina show, and it is hilarious. Yeah, it's really great. I they're loved like, it. Yeah, they're like, whoa, uh, nah, this ain't our show. I mean, it is, but it ain't. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, definitely go see it. Trust me, it is a hot show. And I mean that literally <laughs> and figuratively. I'm really looking forward to the... PG-13 Deadpool 2. I want to see the uh, water guns and the sleeping bad guys. Um, I'm excited to see Spider-Man and see what they do about it, how they turn it, how it turns out. Man, the Aquaman trailer was fire. And speaking of hot, this is the time of the show where I feel like it's going to trigger a lot of people. People are going to get upset. People might get a little pissed off. We're going to get the, the hate, hate, hate. The hate, 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 hate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is the hot takes now for those of you who may not know what a hot take is you know it's pretty unpopular opinion that you may have and that you stand on and you have two personalities between myself and co that we have opinions on certain things that um you might not agree with and more than likely you're not going to change our minds but you could try to (laughs) 
you know, be more than welcome to try to change our minds. In fact, we welcome it. You know how they say, hey, this is how I feel. Don't at me. Yes, at us. Okay? <laughs> at the comic section. Please at us. Let us know we're crazy. Let us know we're out of our minds. I would love to hear your responses and rebuttals, you know? I think it'd be kind of cool. Or even let us know if you agree. Right, right. <laughs> and kind of come back with your own hot take. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, kind of like love read hot what they say. Yeah. It's delicious. Really delicious. <laughs> We're hungry up here. So without further ado, would you like to be first with the hot take? Yeah, let me uh, let me drop my uh, hot take on you real quick. Okay. This is a really unpopular opinion. All among, right. Amongst the comic community, but particularly in my store. I actually got in a lot of trouble mm. for this opinion, but here it is. All right. I'm sick of it. I'm tired. The Joker is overrated, guys. That's my hot take. The Joker from DC Comics, he's got to go. I have had enough. I have seen enough. I have heard enough. Let's retire him and let's move on to somebody else. Please, DC Comics, hear my plea. Move on from the Joker and pick somebody else. Wow. (laughs) Jaw is on the floor right now. So I got to ask. I got to ask this question. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Joker. So, have you always felt this way about Joker or you just recently became just like, you know what, I'm done with him? Is he too much in your face? It's actually very recent. Um, The Joker is actually one of my favorite villains from the Bat universe uh, from Gotham. Okay. But I don't know, man. I've just, he's been in all of the movies, all of the live actions, the animated movies, the TV shows. I've had enough. I've, you, you did it, it's done. Let it rest. <laughs> now, some would argue to say that he is the greatest villain of all time. Ooh, here, here's part two of my hot take. That is not true. <laughs> mm. The Joker is like, all right. Like, he, he is a phenomenal character. Don't get me wrong. He okay. is flawed. He is deeply flawed. Right. He is complicated. He is random. He's unexplainable. I love the Joker. He's a really great villain, particularly for Batman. Um, who is the complete opposite. It's fantastic. But he's not that great. He's mm. not that great. He's not that great. <laughs> okay, well, okay. I got to challenge you. Okay, well, not even challenge you. Let me throw a little obstacle at you. Here we go. All right. Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> now, if you don't like this, you're really going to, you know, a lot of people are really going to come at us. Well, you know, I got to be honest. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is my favorite Joker. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you right. can rest okay. easy. Okay. All right. You can rest easy. He's actually Ooh. my favorite. And I feel like he he nailed it. He nailed it right on the head. And I was yeah. actually super surprised, you know, when I heard that he was cast. Because I love Heath Ledger. He was He's great. Or he was a great actor. Mm-hmm. Fantastic guy. Yeah. Uh, but in that time period, he was kind of like a B-list actor. He was kind of a throwaway guy sure. you know he was in a lot of rom-coms he's a lot of p- period pieces yeah um he was a cool guy but to play the psychopathic <laughs> joker was definitely a surprise mm-hmm. but yeah he i mean he kicked i mean he he hit it out of the park he nailed it he did a fantastic job and i feel like we can we can stop now we did it we we hit peak joker and we can retire that character and move on to somebody else i would love to see some other rogue characters like uh, Mr. Freeze. I'd love to see more of Bane. I'd love to see more of Poison Ivy. Um, but, you know, that's never going to happen. We're going to see Joaquin Phoenix do the Joker. We're going to see Jared Leto keep doing the Joker. Um, and we're just, I'm never going to get a break. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know what? You did, you kind of did get Mr. Freeze. No, don't, don't. <laughs> Come on. You know. Come on, man. Batman I, no. and Robin. Arnold Schwarzenegger, baby. No. Come on. No, that is not Mr. Freeze. That's Mr. Freeze, man. <laughs> I love it, man. He used to come in, bust open the door. Hey, chill. <laughs> and he would freeze you. You would actually chill. Oh, my God. That was so ridiculous. It's cold as ice. Uh, yeah, man. Get into the chopper. Uh, no, let me stop. Okay. <laughs> Listen, he did a really good job. For right. that version of Mr. Freeze, okay. he actually did a really good job. I loved it. It cracks me up still to this day. I actually really yeah. love those movies. I watch them all the time. Right. Uh, but I would love to see the real, authentic Mr. Freeze. Okay. He is actually my favorite Batman villain. Ooh. Uh, mostly because he's such a tragic character. He's, yeah. he, he, like, tugs on your heartstrings. He is the epitome of a villain that you can relate to. Right. You know what I mean? He's 
he's doing his best in the world. He's trying to take care of his family mm-hmm. and his wife falls ill and he tries to use his research, his job yeah. to find this cure for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's literally got her locked away in this snow globe-esque tank right? and she's just frozen for all of eternity. It's horrible. It's heartbreak, tragedy, and and he's just a fantastic character and I would love to see more of a serious Mr. Freeze. Do you think they can pull off a serious Mr. Freeze? Oh yeah, baby. Listen, if they could do a if they can do Bane, mm-hmm. I mean they did Bane, a they serious did. Bane that wasn't a goofball like but was he <laughs> blow though? up a character. Was he? No, he was fantastic. I thought he did a fantastic job. I mean, right back. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it. No, it's cool. I get you. Okay. All right. So CO's hot take, Joker. Overrated. It's yep. time to get rid of him. Yep. He's done. It, retire him. Retire move on. the Joker. Move on. I would rather see Kite Man before I see the Joker one wow. more time. Wow. <laughs> Calendar Man before I see Calendar the Joker Man. again. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, wow. Calendar Man. Now that's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Well, you know what? I think I can match that hot yeah, take. Yeah, let's go. All right. We're going to keep me. it in Gotham. All right. <laughs> Now, this hot take right here, ladies and gentlemen, is something that I've been brewing in my being for quite a few years. And uh, I will say that there is a character in Gotham who many would call dark, brooding. Some may say very wealthy. Uh, Some may say a philanthropist, right? Some may say a playboy. Yeah. Me, I say overrated. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm talking about the Dark Knight himself, Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne. How are you going to come at me like that? I'm coming at you. That's personal for me. That is. I feel like I've been personally victimized by your hot take. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, (laughs) this is what it's about. You know, we got to give the people our honest opinion. And I've been feeling this way for quite some time. Look. Bruce Wayne fans, Batman fans, I get it. I understand. He's a human being. I get it. He has no powers, you know, but he is wealthy. (laughs) That is a superpower. That's a superpower. (laughs) They mentioned in Justice League. That's true. He has money. You can relate to that. People are like, I can relate to. Yeah, man. You know, I'm like, really? For real? All the money in the world. You can do all these tech, all these gadgets, everything you need. Just so happen to have everything you need at the right time. I think what it is, it's not necessarily Batman. It's his fans. You know, the fans just do it. It's like, oh, hey, you know, you give you give Batman prep time. He could beat anybody. I'm like, yo, okay, All right. I'll give you that. But if you give any superhero prep time, I'm sure they can beat you. I'm sure of it. And yes, I am a Superman fan. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I know I brought that up just to bring it up. I knew this, you. I knew you were biased. I'm biased. So look, <laughs> okay, I love soups. Yes, all right. But here's my thing, right? I'm just the whole Batman versus Superman thing. I mean, Superman got love for Batman. You know, it's like his little brother. It's like, look, hey, man, I don't want to hurt you. If we fight, we know the outcome. We do. And look, me being the older brother. I'm going to go ahead and let you win, man. I'm just going to let it happen. You can have this one. You can tell everybody. You can go brag to Gotham and everybody how you beat me down, but you can't keep some criminals locked up in Arkham. That is true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, honestly, would you want to live in Gotham? Heck Seriously. no. Exactly. No. That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> I would hate to live in Gotham. So he does a terrible job keeping these guys locked up because they just get out. I have a theory that he's just, you know, he's just a drilling junkie. It's like, yeah, I'm going to put you in jail. But secretly, yeah, come on, get out. Get out, please. Please. (laughs) He's untrustworthy. You don't trust nobody. You know, he's always just looking over his shoulder, always got a plan for people. Like, what about you? Huh? What about you, Bruce? (laughs) I get it. Yo, your parents got killed. It's tragic. I understand. Trust me. You know, it's hard. But come on, bro. Come on. So, yes, my hot take, Batman. Overrated. I get it. I give you respect. You are the Dark Knight. I give you that. But the fact that you can beat anybody anytime with prep, nah. <laughs> Miss me with that. Too much credit. Too, Too much, much credit. credit. Too much credit. Though I love your movies. I'll give you that. 
You're hurting me deep inside. I am. Because I love Batman. Okay. I mean, he's not my favorite from DC, but mm -hmm. if I have to pick between Batman and Superman, it's definitely going to be Batman every time. I get it. But, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, too. I think I think the fans give him a little, uh, almost too much credit sometimes. Right. I mean, I do think that if, I do think he could beat Superman in a fight with enough prep time. Uh-huh. But... Like you said, you got to have that prep time. Right. You know what I mean? Especially against a guy like Superman, you're not going to get prep time. No. He moves like a bullet. <laughs> I mean, he thinks as fast as you can blink. So that's just my whole thing. But you know what? That's just my my own gripe. It's not necessarily a gripe. It's just that, you know, the fans, okay. All right, chill. They pushed you too far. You pushed a little too far. <laughs> all right. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It'll be all right. And again, hey, guys, this is our hot takes. If you think I'm crazy, which a lot of people probably <laughs> think I am insane and out of my mind. If you think CO's crazy, <laughs> add us. Let us know. Get at us on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Go on our comment section. DM us. Let us know we're crazy. Send us that hate, hate, hate. Yeah, send us the hate. Please. <laughs> please send us the hate. I promise I'm not going to block you, you know, <laughs> until you get too far. Then I'm like, okay, you know what? I might come back on here and really just go in on my Batman hate. But it's not hate. It's just criticism. All right? <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was our hot takes, and hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and hopefully you didn't. That way you'd be like, no, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Hot takes aren't for enjoyment. That's true. They don't go down easy. That's right. Not comfortable. Not comfortable at all. My most overrated comic book character's got to be Loki, because the guy's way too jokey to be taken serious. I think Batman's overrated, because all superheroes do not use money except for Batman. Uh, as far as overrated, uh, I'd have to say it's going to be the Aquaman movie. It's going to be trash. So there we have it for our hot takes. Now I believe it is time to go into our rumors. Oh, I love rumors. Yeah. I word on the street. To, I love to talk the hot goss. The hot gossip <laughs> out here is that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is perhaps could be the best Spider-Man movie ever. That's Some critics a, are saying that. That's a bold statement there, Cotton. That's what they're saying. <laughs> I'm just telling you what they say. I'm telling you what I heard from the street. That's all. I heard it from this critic the other day. And they were saying that this movie is top of the line. And where it is is that Sony's already greenlit a sequel and a spinoff with mostly ladies. The ladies. The ladies taking it over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you might get your characters like Spider-Gwen, which, you know, we've heard. It's like the breakout star in this movie. She really is. Uh, she even, she's, I mean, Spider-Gwen has been the breakout character in the Spider-Verse in the comics, too. She's got her own comic now. She is kicking it. She is taking names. She does not play around. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited. If they really do do this spin, if they really do this spinoff with Spider-Girls and have some of the other characters from the Spider-Verse, that would, I would lose my cool yeah because a lot of these characters from the spider-verse are actually really cool there was a new one they just introduced mm -hmm. that's just called spiders man hmm. it's just a suit filled with spiders i swear to god wait 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a suit with, with spiders in it yes yeah, so it looks it's like man shaped it's almost okay. like remember man bat from batman yeah it's like it's like the same thing. It's just like a man-shaped suit filled with spiders. It's fantastic. Mm. Please read uh, Spider-Geddon and Enter the Spider-Verse comics, guys. They are to die for. It's fantastic. But yeah, I'm really excited. I, I'm, I love spinoffs. I love seeing new different characters, new stories. So I'm really excited if they do a Spider-Girls team movie. Okay. Because um, some of those characters are actually really cool. Obviously, yeah. Spider-Gwen is a really great character. Um, but they have Mae Parker. Mae Parker is actually Peter Parker's and I'm sorry, Peter Parker and Mary Jane's child from another universe. Mm, okay. And she actually takes on the mantle too and is fighting crime in a spider suit just like her dad. Yeah. Which is awesome. Right. But yeah, uh, so Mae Parker and then there is Spider Woman, which would be really cool and exciting. There's Silk, the character. There's just a lot of really cool things that they could play around with and do something different. Yeah. Um, You know, because I love Peter Parker. I love Spider-Man, but I feel mm -hmm. like... <laughs> We've heard that story a million times. Yeah. If I have to watch Uncle Ben get shot one more time, I'm just going to lose it. Oh, rest in peace, Uncle Ben. Rest in peace, my man. But yeah. yeah, I would love to see some new characters and new stories. So I really hope that that's true and that they do actually go forward with it. Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, seeing more of the ladies on the big screen, man, 
you know, kicking ass, taking names. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I am super excited for that. There's one character that I am, I think, the most excited about because I've seen her on the uh, Spider-Man cartoon show back in the 90s, uh, Madam Web. Madam Web? Hmm, I'm not familiar with that character. Well, like, I think... Is she a bad guy? You know what? In the in the TV series, she was like an older elder. Mm-hmm. So she kind of knew all or been through it all. So it was kind of like, um, she was kind of like Morpheus. Where she just sat in a chair. She had, you know, glasses on before Morpheus. Matter of fact, Morpheus might have got a lot of stuff from her. <laughs> so she's like, you know, dressed in the spider gown. And it's like she can see into the future. And, wow. And it was like a, oh, man, I forgot the episodes. But it was in the 90s. It was that classic 90s Spider-Man cartoon. And she was just sitting there. And it's like she just knew of all the things in Spider-Verse. You know, so like she kind of can see into the future, saw into the past. So that's one character that I'm wondering. Yeah, that would be know, amazing. I mean, bring that in. I'm not 100 percent sure about the character in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, But if they were to introduce that character and that would be the mentor for the team for the Spider-Girls, yeah. like how Peter Parker is mentoring the characters in Spider-Verse. Right. I would love that. That'd be awesome. That would be amazing. And man. it would make sense with her seeing, you know, because there's so many alternate timelines. She'd be a perfect kind of character for that. Right. Right. So we'll see. We'll have to wait and see, man. Don't forget, go check out Spider-Man next week, December 14th. Ooh, ooh. And um, and speaking of, you know, big time movies, where it is, is that the MCU is going to be starting a Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu movie. Oh, man, that's such a cool, that's such a cool rumor. Yes. I'm so excited about that. Right. Where it is, they're looking for, you know, Asian director, Asian cast, obviously. And for those of you who may not be familiar with Shang-Chi, you know, Shang-Chi is one of the best hand-to-hand combat fighters in Marvel. You know, like this guy is legit, like pretty much, you know, him and Iron Fist are kind of like neck and neck. I believe a lot of people kind of put um, Shang-Chi above Iron Fist as the best overall hand-to-hand fighter skill-wise in Marvel. So that's something that's going to be fun to see. And also, you know, a, a great movie to see where you have like more diversity. Yes. You know, like, so like the ladies of, you know, the yes. Spider-Verse and now, mm. you know, it's Asian cast, you know, for, you know, Shang-Chi. Cause I actually thought it was going to be a Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I was like, Oh man, it'd be really cool. A lot of people don't really know about them yet. And of course, MCU, you know, they're pretty good at, you know, getting you to care about characters you've never even heard of or understood yet. Yeah. They, they're, they do a fabulous job about getting you invested in these characters that no one's heard of. I mean, yeah. who cared about Ant-Man? Right. You know, who cared about the Guardians of the Galaxy before they made these movies? So it's definitely really exciting to see a, a different character, like you were saying, to, mm-hmm. to finally have some more diversity. Right. Right. <laughs> but like a different character from a different background and a different struggle and journey. Right. So I'm definitely excited to see something different and, and some different kind of action. We're, we're definitely used to the punching, the street fights, the brawls, right. But to see some beautiful choreographed martial arts would be really cool and something different that Marvel can bring us finally. Yeah. Cause I am so looking forward to that. <laughs> so looking forward to that. If you're a fan of Bruce Lee, this is yeah. the guy. Yeah. You like, if you like Kung Fu movies, this is probably going to be the one for you. Right. Right. Kung Fu <laughs> movies, martial arts, that's a little hidden joke, you know. That's <laughs> something that's going to be coming up soon, I'm sure, in a, in a hot take uh, in the next few weeks. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. Just remember what I said and how I said it. That's all. That's all you need to know. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited about that. And as of right now, because, again, we don't know when this trailer is going to drop. And, of course, talking about the Avengers. Woo! You know, like there's been rumors, rumors that it was supposed to drop a couple of days ago. No. Um, See, yeah. I think everybody... Everybody's got to remember the other movies too. Yeah. So if you, because if you had asked me, I would have said, of course, Captain Marvel's going to drop first. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is going to spin into Infinity Wars. Right. So it has to drop first. Yeah. So what I'm anticipating, okay. I don't know if you've heard this. No. But Infinity Wars Part One mm-hmm. is coming out on Netflix on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. get excited for that. Yeah. You know what I love on Christmas? What's that? Being sad. <laughs> mm. Being emotionally devastated by the deaths of my favorite characters. Oh, so I'm definitely man. excited about that. But I think that the trailer will either drop the week before okay. or the week after. Okay. But we'll see. I think it's definitely going to be around Christmas time. I think they're going to want to build up 
the excitement, get us reinvigorated with the movie, being able to watch the movie again, right. and then get excited for part two. Now, here's my question. Uh, so, Black Panther was the tie-in to Avengers Infinity War Part 1. Mm-hmm. Did they, and I can't remember off top, but did they release the trailer for Avengers around this, like, a week or two after the trailer for Black Panther? Or didn't, have, didn't Black Panther kind of have, like, a long trailer think- stretch? In, or did they kind of wait? I think that it was afterwards. Um, okay. Because, like you said, Black Panther kind of builds up into Infinity War. Right. Um, so I don't think they could have given away stuff from Infinity Wars before Black Panther came out. Okay. Um, but I think, but I'm not going to lie, I'm not 100%. Uh, time is an illusion, so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you went deep right there. You know what? That is true, man. Some deep talk. Well, I mean, because I guess my thing is I would not be surprised now, I know there's rumors that it can drop anytime. So that's why I say as of right now, if it drops mm-hmm. while we're recording this, obviously we'll be talking about it next week. But I'm willing to say, you know what? If I'm Marvel, you know, we have the cards. We know what you want, right? So I can see a teaser, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a teaser, but not a trailer. Oh, yeah. No, that, that, yeah. that's usually their MO is You're they right. drop a little, a little baby on us. Right. Get us all hyped up again. And yeah. then they give us that full... That full trailer. trailer. And I think the trailer will debut. The full trailer, not teaser. Now, I'm not saying like, you know, 15 or 20 second. I'm talking about like two minute trailer trailer. I believe that's going to drop right after Captain Marvel. I agree. Like maybe, uh, I might even say, well, they if it's coming out in May, and I've heard they, are, they may push it up in April mm-hmm. sometime. Um, if it's coming out, in May, let's just say, and Captain Marvel's dropping in March. I say April, for sure. Yeah, April would be a good, you know, good place to put it. But then again, it'd be a good place to put it, but it'd be kind of messed up place to put it because <laughs> I believe Shazam is coming out in April. Well, I if mean, I'm not mistaken, they love doing that. No, yeah, they, do they do it on purpose. <laughs> they too. love. They doing act that. like they don't know. Like, oh, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, yeah, you knew. You Come knew. on, you knew. Yeah, you jerks. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't foresee an entire Infinity War trailer dropping yeah. until after Captain Marvel. Right. Just because, like, you know, like like you said, Captain Marvel kind of leads up into Infinity War because mm-hmm. obviously she's going to be a big player yeah. in Infinity Wars. Right. Um, I feel bad for everybody who thought. <laughs> That Ant-Man was going to be the savior. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he's going to, you know, he's going to tear through time or blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, that's not going to happen. What about, wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's going to be relevant. I'm sure it'll be a plot device. But oh. I think that Captain Marvel is going to be the savior in Infinity Wars, guys. So, Sorry about that. So we're just going to we're just gonna act like Hawkeye <laughs> don't exist at all. It's bad enough, man. Hawkeye's been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's the only one with a family. Yeah. You know, he got a farm. He got cows. He was retired. They dragged him out of retirement. Yeah. Uh, Just to put his life in danger again. Right. You know, Um, Hawkeye uh, can't do it. I, I think that, I think that Hawkeye will do something to help Ant-Man. Oh. But I don't think that he's going to be relevant to Captain Marvel. Mm. Sorry, guys. I think she is the lone, she's a lone shark and she's going to handle it all by herself. I hope so, man. (laughs) I do. I hope so. Because Thanos, man. She's going to give Thanos a run for his money for Think so. sure. <laughs> mm, I hope so. We're going to have to wait and see. And another rumor trailer, you know, going to keep it in Marvel, uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home. There's a rumor that it's supposed to be coming out over the weekend. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. There, there's another. Now, I would believe that. Okay. I believe that more than Infinity Wars. I just don't think they're going to spoil anything for Captain Marvel if they can help it. Yeah. Um. But. Man. God, I'm so excited for that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Trust me. I'm there day one. But my thing is, I don't think it would make sense to drop a Spider-Man. Tr- I mean, because that's kind of giving away yeah. what's happening in, that's true. you know, Avengers, right? So it's like, if you haven't seen Avengers, then, you know, should you know should I say what happened? Infinity Wars? Yeah. I feel like everybody knows now. Okay, cool. All right. All I mean, they right. had wanna... memes up on Yo, Facebook the day after. Uh, spoiler alert, okay, <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen it. But, you know, Spider-Man is dust. Yeah, God, He's dusty. that was horrible. He's in a dustpan somewhere, man. That was the most tragic death. Like, seriously, that was unnecessary. I felt yeah. personally victimized by the extra 10 seconds it took for him to dissolve into dust. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you know everybody what? else was like that, and yeah. he was like 20 seconds. Yeah, I mean, what's Tony going to say to Aunt May? Uh, no, he's just not going to. If yeah. I was Tony Stark, I would avoid Aunt May at all costs. Yeah. He better hope she's dust. 
Mm. But I heard, I actually, I, speaking of rumors, uh-huh. uh, I read that the the directors, the producers on the movie confirmed that Aunt May did not turn into dust. So she is aware that Peter Parker is missing and doesn't know where he is. Oh, oh And wow. I was like, okay, thanks. That's yeah. cool. Ow, my feelings. Yeah, right? <laughs> God, you already stomped on it enough. I mean, like, like, really? Might as well just keep on stomping, I guess, until, <laughs> until we see it. But yep. you know what, though? Okay. Well, since we'll keep it in the Avengers, you know, area, you know, a lot of people have their theories on, you know, who's going to, who's going to leave, who's going to really be gone, gone. Oh, who's going to be gone, gone. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I mean, I think that's pretty easy to answer. I just don't think people Ooh. want the answer. Ooh. Um, Loki is dead. Like, he's dead. Don't say that. He is dead. I'm sorry, guys. He is that. not coming back. Don't say that. Heimdall is dead. Don't say that. He's dead, boy. <laughs> oh. But anybody, pretty much anybody who turned into dust is going to be retrievable. Yeah. Um, now, I, I know that Infinity Wars isn't, like, 100% following the storyline from the comics, mm-hmm. but as far if I remember correctly, all of the souls that disappeared during the snap are inside of the soul stone. Uh-huh. So, so long as, you know, somebody else gets that gauntlet, hopefully they can be taken back out. Yeah. But it just depends on who's going to get that gauntlet because that is up for grabs. Yeah. I have no idea because usually I think, who was it? Um, see, and that's another character we need to talk about. Oh, what's that guy's name? Talking about Adam. Yes. Yeah. It, Adam. Adam Warlock. Adam that Warlock. That is a character everyone keeps forgetting about. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they did tease him. Yes. They teased him, and they confirmed. I mean, they really. They. At first, we thought it was just an Easter egg, but they mm-hmm. really. What's the word? Uh. It's like he's there. Yeah, they. I mean, they really confirmed that he's going to be a part of this. Wow. Um, which makes sense. He is one of the. He was one of the characters who was the only person who could stop Thanos when he has the gauntlet. Right. So it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but are they going to nerf him? We don't know. Right. Why is he? If he's from this other planet, why is he going to help Earth? What does he care? Yeah. So we'll see. But I think that it's going to have something to do with Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel is going to be the one that brings him from Ooh. space to Earth it's to help theory. save the world. It's a good theory. Very good theory. <laughs> My theory is, uh, it's not going to go down the way you think it's going to go down. Oh, that's yeah? my theory. Well, I mean, I know I, mean, how I a, think it's going to go down. <laughs> I mean, that's a blanket statement. I'm just trying to, you know, the safe answer. It's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. So it's kind of like letting people know that I might have an inkling of what could happen. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I say it's not going to go down the way you think. I hope. We're going to have to have a private conversation about You know that. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you just got to sign an NDA, man. I can't have all my stuff out in the streets. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, definitely go out to the movies, go out to the comic book stores, uh, especially all the great ones around town, like Soundwave Comics. Shout out to all the good folks over there. That's like family to me, man. Ooh. Um, and also, yeah, it's going to be fun. You know, Netflix, please go check out The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And yeah, man, Spider-Man, Aquaman, uh, gosh, man, Deadpool, uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel, but that's Captain Marvel's in March. So you got a little bit of time for that. <laughs> Bumblebee, maybe? maybe? Cross your fingers? Maybe. Possibly? Could be good? I actually think it looks really promising. And you know how I feel about, you know. Michael uh, Bay? Not Michael Bay. Uh, oh. Transformers. Oh, I was You know how I feel about Transformers, yeah. but I actually have hopes for that movie. Yeah, I have hopes. <laughs> hopes. Let's hope. No Michael Bay, no Lens Flares. Right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I just want Michael Bay to direct Bad Boys 3. That's all I'm <laughs> Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, I'm there. But anything else, Ugh. stay away. Just get out get out of our childhood yeah, memories, please, all right? Please. Get out of here. You know, messed up my turtles, and that's, <laughs> that's super sacred for me. But, uh, but hey, this was our first episode. It's a wrap. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Episode one <laughs> slash issue number one. And uh, I had a great time. Yeah, it was a lovely time. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. So hopefully you guys had a great time listening because we had a great time giving you the comic section, the place to go to talk comics, pop culture, all that good stuff, all in one place. And uh, you can find us on our social media pages, and it's going to be in the credits. Uh, shout out to our producer, Reggie C, Redman Actual, who's uh, the man that's putting everything together for us. So it's going to let you know all of the credits where you can find us at. Um, and also, yeah, comic section, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, yeah, so other than that, I think we'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So again, let us know. Let us know how you feel about the show. Of course, let us know if we're crazy on the hot takes. And uh, definitely give us some hot takes of your own. All right. So we'll catch you guys next week. 
And uh, if you need a place to go to find your comics, find it in the comic section. <laughs> All right. We out. Peace. All right. I'm sure after that hot takes, you really want to let Jason and little CO know how wrong they are. At CO on Facebook and Tumblr, Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. And on IG at cut underscore it underscore out underscore comics underscore and underscore cosplay. Wow. At Jason on Facebook and IG at JRock to Mike. That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. And of course, the comic section across all social media at the comic section. Editorial content in this issue was used from Deadline.com, Marvel Wiki, Wikipedia, TheRap.com, TheHollywoodReporter.com, D23.com, and the YouTube channels of Marvel Studios, Netflix, Nick Animation, Nickelodeon, Warner Brothers Pictures, Sony Entertainment, 20th Century Fox, and Paramount Pictures. Issue number one of the Comic Section Podcast was edited and produced by RedmanActual.com. Redman Actual, audio, production, voice. Okay, now I just need a big finish. Uh, I, I got nothing. I failed. My mom says I'm a winner, though. Redman Actual.